What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from MeganBrianna.com. I'm a life coach, a certified mind and body eating coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through him, but also cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, sometimes the world gets us all twisted up, oftentimes, and the only way to come back down is to actually dig deeper. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love ya. Hello there. I am so excited to be back. <laughs> I know. I just started this podcast at the end of last year, but I already needed to take a break. <laughs> it was the holidays, and I had hoped on coming back right at the beginning of January, but for those of you who don't know, I'm an empath. The energy of everything that's been happening in the world, well, in our country specifically with the inauguration and everything, oh man, have I been feeling that, and I know I'm not the only one. It is heavy stuff. It is heavy. It's a heavy time that we're in right now. So just some encouragement. If you're struggling, if you feel, especially at the beginning of the year, you know how society is always like, hey, new year, fresh start, new goals. If you're not feeling into that, which it's kind of a like the whole on the wagon, off the wagon thing is ridiculous anyway. But if you're really excited for 2021 to bring a fresh start for you and you're already feeling like that might not be the case, let me just encourage you, just take life day by day. I think we need that reminder now more than ever. It's the way we should live anyway. Of course, it's wonderful to create goals. But I think if anything, if we're learning anything from this, there's so many things but if we're learning anything from what's been going on, it's that we have very little control. And no matter how much we try to plan something, we have no idea what's actually going to happen and the outside forces that might actually interrupt that. So just be kind to yourself. 2021 doesn't have to be this crazy year like you're making up for last year. We don't know what's going to happen. We're hopeful and we stay as positive as possible, but let's just be realistic and understand that things might continue to be a little tumultuous and that's okay because we will get through it. But anyway, today I want to talk about something that has shown up for me a lot in the last month, especially in the last couple of weeks. I've had some experiences that have really pulled this out of me. It's a an old limiting belief that I've had that I didn't really realize was stuck in there, kind of just swimming around and keeping me small. But man, has the Lord convicted me in this last week or 10 days or whatever. Just so many, so many experiences I've had where I'm like, wow, okay, this is clearly a lesson I need to learn. So I'm going to ask you, this is for all of you who have spent your life trying to live up to this reputation of nice. Are you somebody who has done that? Because y'all, that has been me my entire life. 
I can look back now and it's it's so funny because I've always kind of known this, but sometimes when you're just really convicted, it all comes rushing to you in a way that makes sense differently than it ever has before. You know, when you are learning a lesson, like somebody can tell you something over and over and over again and like you understand it, but it, you're not actually convicted and you're not actually able to embody it until you're really ready to. And I believe that's what has been happening to me in this last couple of weeks is that I really understand now that my kind of obsession with being the nice girl has kept me stuck and limited my entire life. And it's really the, I would even say the anchor of what has kept me stuck, like that really big monumental thing that if we could just work through in our lives, we could really move forward in a way that we've never been able to before. And I feel like this is it. This is the one thing that no matter what lesson I learn, no matter how much I grow, this is the one thing that's kind of anchored me to my old self in a way that's made it so I can't actually move forward consistently and in a big way. So let's talk about this whole concept of niceness and being a nice person and what that means. So I am active in the YouVersion Bible app. And if you don't know what that is, it's it's basically an app where you can read the Bible on your phone. And they also have, they have a lot of different resources, but they also have a lot of plans that you can do, which are basically devotionals. And like I said before, this whole thing has been popping up in my life for the past few weeks. And it just so happens that when I, I, I go into the Version Bible app every day and I do my plans and, the, and the, the daily plan, the daily devotional. And one day in the middle of all this, I went in there and it just so happened that in my recommended feed was this devotional, this plan called Nice. And it's by Sharon Hod. I think I pronounced that right. Sharon Hod Miller. But it's based on her book called nice why we love to be liked and how god calls us to more and y'all i had to go ahead and buy the actual book because i did the plan i think it was about five days so good so incredibly good had to buy the book i just started reading it i just read the introduction and already i'm like highlighting and underlining and taking notes and it's just incredible and i think it's very it's something that's very very important to talk about. So I want to know what comes to mind when you think of the word nice. And I want to read this particular section of the introduction in the book nice, because it's very, very powerful. So because following Jesus means following a man who spoke hard and confusing truths, who was honest with his disciples, even when it hurt, who condemned the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and turned over tables in the temple. I I mean, does that sound like a nice man to you? No, he sounds mean. He condemned the Pharisees. He turned over tables. He spoke hard truths to his people. If he was living in our world right now, we would say that person is mean, wouldn't we? Because he's walking around speaking righteous truth to people and we don't want to hear it because we like staying stuck in our toxicity. And if anybody knows that, it's me because I did it for a very long time. I was comfortable in my unhealth and unhappiness and my toxic situations because that's what I knew. And anybody that challenged that, I thought they were just mean people and they didn't understand. 
But looking back, I can see there were a lot of times people were speaking truth to me that I didn't want to hear because it made me uncomfortable. So if you think about it, I mean, Jesus came to save us from our sins. He sacrificed himself on a cross knowingly and willingly to save us all from our sins. But in the meantime, he was speaking truth and he was condemning hypocrisy. But underneath it all, he was kind and he was loving and he was generous and he was compassionate and he was forgiving, obviously, because look at what he did for us. So it kind of makes you think, doesn't it? What is like, maybe we have to start focusing more on, on kindness than we do on niceness and understand that there is a distinction between those two things. And it's a really important distinction to make. Kindness and niceness are not the same thing. And again, I will talk about these things until my throat bleeds. <laughs> Compassion, empathy, kindness, generosity, forgiveness, all of these soft skills. These are things we need to focus on cultivating. And once we do that, once we can build a good solid foundation on these things, that's when we can speak righteous truth to people from a place of love. But if we focus on niceness, all we're doing is focusing on keeping the peace and masking the truth and and making sure we don't cause confrontation. But where does that get us? That doesn't get us anywhere. That doesn't move us forward in our own lives. It doesn't change the world. And furthermore, you know, we wonder why we walk around with anxiety and depression and we're not healthy and we have broken relationships and we can't communicate with each other. It's because we're so focused on just being nice because our culture and our society tells us that's what we're supposed to do. And we're distracting ourselves with all of these things that don't actually help us. And we're just not speaking truth. So instead of focusing on niceness, what if we focused on cultivating those characteristics I mentioned before? Start cultivating these things and you can build that foundation to speak truth out of love and know that you're speaking out of love. So with all that said, I think I mentioned this before, I'm going to do this in two parts. So on the next episode, I'm going to continue our conversation about nice, um, but I want to do it in two parts because I'm going to talk about the experiences that I mentioned before that I had the last few weeks where this has shown up for me. And today I want to talk about it from a personal relationship standpoint. And then next next time I want to talk about it from a social media standpoint. And I think they're just really, there are two circumstances that are, are really important to talk about. So my experience that I had recently, um, so one thing that I'll be vulnerable, uh, vul vulnerable about <laughs> is that I can't say vulnerable, <laughs> um, is that something that I've always put in my God spot where if I'm feeling lonely or I'm feeling um, emotion that makes me feel kind of empty, I tend to distract. It's in the past, it's been with food or with guys. And while I've, I've done a lot of healing in that space, the last, in the last two, almost, it's been almost two and a half years since I've been in a relationship. Every once in a while, I'll feel that overwhelming sense of lonely, loneliness, and I'm still learning to put God in that place instead of distracting with worldly things that cause me more anxiety and move me further away from my relationship with God. 
but every once in a while I still struggle. And recently I think I was feeling really lonely and I got on a couple dating apps, which, you know, I do it and it's like, I know that I'm distracting and I'm like, why am I doing this? This isn't the direction that my life is going at the moment, but I was on a Christian dating app. So I think I convinced myself it was okay. And really, I mean, it is, it's fine. It's just, these things are not fine when they take over your life or when you're using them to distract. Um, but anyway, I started talking to a guy, we were talking for a few weeks and I want to start off by saying that this is actually a really good guy. I'm not here to throw shade at all, but I do think it's important to share this experience because it's a good example of how we kind of diminish ourselves for the sake of hanging on to that nice reputation and for the sake of maybe filling those voids we have within us, those empty spaces that are really, really hard to, they're hard to fill, especially if you don't have a relationship with Jesus and how it ends up leading us to these unhealthy relationships and these unhealthy situations. So anyway, I was talking to the guy. So conversations going good, consistent, smoothly. And then all of a sudden it changes. And you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you're talking to somebody through text and it's a pretty consistent flow, and then all of a sudden you start getting one word answers and everything starts getting blunt and you can just feel that something's changed. I mean, it's obvious something's changed. That's what happened here. And so I asked him about it. He explained a little bit, but not too much. So I just said, uh, you know, from a place of love in these moments, can you just let me know what you need? Do you need this or do you need that? And I, I asked that because I wanted to respect his space and I wanted to respect his process. And it somehow turned into this huge misunderstanding. And I mentioned, I, I would like you to communicate to me what you need. So I know when conversation, when communication shifts, what is kind of going on. So I'm not creating a, 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 like a story in my head. And so, so I know what to expect because that is just automatically what we do. If something is consistent and there's a break in that consistency, we're left wondering what happened if we can't have open, honest conversation about it. That's normal. And so because I said that, it turned into me being insecure and it was just this big misunderstanding. And that's fine. But the problem ended up being, the problem was, I was telling him where I was coming from. And no matter what I said, he had created this belief for himself about me and about what was happening in this situation. And he was very close-minded to hearing anything else. And so we went back and forth a little bit, which I shouldn't have done. I will fully admit that because I was, I still had this, um, and this is, this is why I'm saying this because in the past I would have continued to try to make the other person understand me. And I did that a little bit in this situation, but not too long before I finally said, okay, if this is if this is what's going to happen, it's probably best for us to just go our separate ways because clearly we're not doing a very good job communicating with each other. We have different communication styles and I don't want to be in a situation where my thoughts and my emotions and my truth isn't respected. 
So we ended it and, and that was it. But like I said before, in the past, I would have continued to be like, no, you have to understand me. I would have gone back and forth with this person and been like, I have to figure out how to make this person understand me. And I would end up doing that for so long that eventually it would get to a point where what I was saying wasn't even truth about the situation and about where I was coming from anymore. I was just saying whatever it took to calm the other person down and to keep the peace. And that is why I got into so many unhealthy situations. I had no boundaries. This is this is from my codependency and my attachment to that reputation of nice, of just keeping the peace. And, you know, again, in the past, maybe I would have done something like that. But then the next day I would have been like, I'm so sorry. Or in a couple of days, I would have been like, I can see how this was my fault. <laughs> and this time I was just like, no, I know because I've been walking this road with Jesus, I know that this isn't right for me because I am. I did everything I could to be honest. And what I was saying was coming from a loving foundation because I've done the work for so many years, there's nothing else I could do to make this person understand. And that is something that you need to know. It is not your job to make people understand you. And it is not your job to be nice just to keep the peace, especially in relationships. So many relationships are built on toxic foundations. And so many relationships fail because we are so committed to being nice to each other. We completely forget about how important it is to be honest. And then when these relationships fail, instead of self-reflecting, we end up taking our niceness into a new relationship. So we have to understand that it is our responsibility to do the inner work. It really, I know you hear it. I know you hear it all the time. And I know that maybe you hear it and you think, well, maybe that's true, but maybe I'm the exception to the rule about really needing to take time for yourself before you can develop a healthy relationship with somebody else, before you can enter in, into a partnership, before you can enter into a marriage with somebody else. Jumping from relationship to relationship, take it from me, it's not going to change things. Moving from one person to another is not going to change what's on the inside of you. All, all you're doing is taking your trauma from one person to another, and you're repeating the same mistakes just with a different face, with a different body, maybe in a different state, maybe in a different country. But if you do not take the time to heal yourself, to work on yourself inside, you're not going to be able to cultivate these characteristics that you need in order to have healthy relationships. And you're going to keep hiding behind the mask of nice. And you're going to keep hiding your truth. And just to give you some more context for this, this next paragraph, literally right under the one that I just quoted to you in the introduction of this book, because this book is so good. But Sharon writes, we exist in a world that swings between sweetness and outrage, two behaviors that seem to be at odds with one another. In reality, they are two sides of the same coin, a lack of spiritual formation. And let me just tell you, anybody that has known me for an extended period of time in my 20s, they can... They can tell you that I am somebody that has swung between sweetness and outrage. 
I I did that for most of my life because I was so I was always trying so hard to be nice and wearing that mask. And again, in doing that, it kept me from speaking my truth. And that causes a lot of toxicity in your life and in your body. And it really does cause you to go from one end of the spectrum to the other with your emotions, which is a catastrophe when it comes to creating healthy relationships. So we exist in a world that swings between sweetness and outrage, two behaviors that seem to be at odds with one another. In reality, they are two sides of the same coin, a lack of spiritual formation. And that's what I was talking about just before. The spiritual formation is that digging deeper and whether you like it or not, it is a spiritual concept. If you are doing the inner work and you're you're working on shifting your mindset and you're working on healing from trauma, you are doing spiritual work. It's just some people don't like to call it that because for some people, spirituality is scary. But doing this inner work to achieve spiritual formation is what is necessary to create those healthy relationships to understand and develop yourself as an individual uniquely created by God. So when you are confronted with a situation that will challenge your boundaries, you're well equipped to speak hard and loving truth instead of just working to keep the peace. Sharon goes on to say, when our civility isn't rooted in something sturdy and deep, when our good behavior isn't springing from the core of who we are, but is instead merely a mask we put on, it is only a matter of time before that mask crumbles away and our true state is revealed. An entire generation of people who are really good at looking good. So I'm going to stop there, but I want you to think about everything that I talked about today and the things that I just read to you from Sharon's book. Think about the role that you've been playing in your life and how. If you are somebody that really idolizes your reputation of being a nice person, how has that affected you? How has it affected the people around you? How has it kept you stuck? These are things I want you to think about. And I'm going to stop here because I think um, I think it's a good place to transition into the next episode where I talk about how this all relates to social media and how niceness affects our online relationships. As always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. I hope this encouraged you. I hope it helped. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with somebody who might need to hear today's message. And please, please, please never forget that healing and making any kind of positive change in the world is always going to start with you. I hope you have a wonderful, blessed week, and I will talk to you next time. See ya.